What's up guys? Thank you for joining me for our video today. My name is Dr. Tom LaHue. I want to welcome you to my channel. And um, I, this is a channel all about the Enneagram and helping you um, have better, healthier relationships with yourself, with God, with each other, to be more compassionate with uh, yourself and with others as you understand more about yourself, what makes you tick, and uh, why you do what you do, what your patterns, impulses, habits, compulsions are, and no longer letting those master you. Um, if you're new to my channel, in the description below, uh, you can see my website there, tomlahue.com, and uh, I am available for coaching appointments. Um, you might say, well, what, what do I need a coaching appointment for? Well, oftentimes people, you know, sometimes people just get stuck trying to figure out their Enneagram type. You know, they can see themselves as two or three different numbers and they're not sure. Other times people get into, you know, um, unhealthy patterns and they want to know how do I get, you know, to be a more healthy me or sometimes in their relationships they can, you know, get a little sideways sometimes and uh, I'm just here to help whatever I can do and often the Enneagram can point uh, the direction and the right way to go and so uh, feel free to uh, check out the website and uh, thanks to my patrons I appreciate your support for this channel um, all right so let's get started in this uh, this discussion today I want to just talk to you about something that's been on my mind something that's come up in a lot of the coaching appointments that I've done um, is it's often uh, an issue with nines. It's often an issue with twos. Uh, there's probably a few other types, maybe maybe sometimes with threes, maybe sometimes with sixes and sevens, but um, mostly with nines and twos, I think. I see this issue come up. And that is this sense in which you feel responsible for somebody else's feelings. Um, and I just want to say from the beginning, like the title of this video, I am not responsible for your feelings. And that sounds so harsh. Um, I almost have to lean on my eight wing, you know, to even say that. I'm not responsible for your feelings. There is such a freedom that will come over you in relating to people when you can bring yourself to realize that you are not responsible for other people's feelings. Um, you are responsible for your behaviors. You're responsible for your feelings. You're responsible for your attitudes. All these things, you know, exist within your fence. Uh, your yard, your fence, um, are your in that yard are your feelings, your attitudes, your behavior, your words, your facial expressions, the way you talk to people, the way you um, you know treat people. That's all your responsibility. That's in your domain, and you're responsible for the way you think, feel, act, behave. You're responsible for all that. What you're not responsible for, you are not responsible for other people's feelings. You are not responsible for their happiness. You are not responsible for uh, their sadness. You are not responsible for their anger. Um, you might at times get confused about that and think that, oh, my behavior is making them sad. My behavior is making them angry. My behavior is making them, um, uh, you know, experience some kind of unpleasant feeling. That is not true. Um, your behavior and your words, you need to be responsible for them because it's the right thing to do. Um, because you're supposed to care about other people, because you're supposed to be loving. But haven't you guys ever had that happen in your life where you 
are trying to say the right thing. You're trying to do the right thing, but it has the opposite effect on the person. They get upset. They get hurt. They get angry when you had no intention of causing any kind of anger or punishing them in any way or making them upset. Your words did not cause their anger. Or think of it the other way around. There's been plenty of times when people maybe have said something not nice or not friendly or not kind or mean to you and it didn't make you angry. You ignored it. You let it go. It wasn't a problem. You didn't give it any thought. You didn't give it any time. It could have made you angry, but what? You controlled your anger. You controlled your frustration. You controlled your response. So no one can cause your anger. No one can cause your hurt feelings. No one can cause your sadness. You decide based on other people's behavior if you're going to respond with sadness, anger, and you decide. It's your feelings and you own it. And other people have their feelings and they have the right to their feelings. They have the absolute right to feel happy if they want to feel happy. They have the right to be angry if they want to be angry. If they want to have a tantrum, it is absolutely in their right to have a tantrum. It's not your responsibility to control your husband or your wife or your boss or your coworker or your friend. It's not your responsibility to control their attitudes, their their behavior, um, their, their words, if they want to be upset, then they have a right to be able to be upset. If they want to be angry, they have the right to be angry. I don't have to participate in that. I don't have to listen to it. And I certainly don't have to feel like I caused it. Um, let me give you the scenario. Two, two people are standing in a line at the grocery store checking out and an angry man comes up behind them and says, would you guys pay attention and get out of my way? Right? Okay, so the angry man uh, expressed his anger, which he has every right to do. He has every right to express his anger, and he should receive the consequences of his angry mouth, which is he's going to have no friends. Those are the consequences of being that person is you don't get any friends. People avoid you. People walk away from you. Those are the natural consequences that you get when you walk around being you know, Mr. Joe Angry. So Mr. Joe Angry, you know, expresses his anger at whatever. He says, would you guys get out of my way? What are you holding up the line for? Ah, you know, so he expresses his anger. Okay, he has a right to do that. So let's put, you know, Jack and Jill are the ones that hear him say that. He says it to Jack and Jill. So let's say Jill responds by saying, I can't believe he said that to me. I can't believe that he talked to me like that. Wow, am I really in the way? You know, my mom used to tell me I was in the way all the time. Maybe I am just in the way. In the way. Now, Jack, he responds completely different to that man's gripe and complaint. Jack looks at the guy and thinks, boy, what got into him? Man, something's wrong with him. What a crazy guy that guy is. Wow, he's off his rocker. Whoa, somebody needs to give him some medication. Don't, don't stand next to him because he woke up on the wrong side of the bed. Look at the two different responses. Jill starts to go down a trajectory of thought that thinks maybe I'm a problem, maybe I'm in, maybe I've caused this, maybe I'm unpleasing, maybe I've caused this man's anger. My 
lack of concern and my lack of being a good person and my you know, uh, behavior has caused this man's anger. And so I should feel guilty. I should feel bad. I should feel sad. I should feel, because look at what pain I caused. Look at what anger I caused. I feel terrible that I caused that much anger and pain. J Jack's response is something's wrong with that guy. Something's wrong with him. He has a right to have his anger. He's just a little bit nutty for being so angry and nobody's going to want to be his friend. It's not me. It's him. It's not me. I didn't cause it. He's the one that that's, that's out of his mind, not me. Now, look at that. The same words caused two completely different responses. You see how that man's anger did not cause, did not, they did not cause that, or that man's anger did not, okay, how do I want to say that? Jack and Jill, that man's anger did not cause Jill to feel that way. That man's anger did not cause Jack to feel sad. So why is Jill deciding to feel sad? Jill has to take responsibility for her own feelings. Jill needs to learn that I don't need to respond to everybody's emotional outbursts like that. That maybe this has nothing to do with me. Maybe he's got a problem. I think sometimes, you know, because nines can put themselves put themselves in other people's shoes so easily and see other people's viewpoints, nines and twos who want to be pleasing don't want to cause anyone to be upset don't want to cause anybody to be angry i think that you know the tendency then is well then i can't speak up i can't speak up i can't share how i feel i can't really be honest about what i believe or what i feel because that's going to cause this person to be upset or cause them to be hurt or cause them to be angry and i don't want to be the cause of their emotional problem but you're not the cause. You couldn't possibly be the cause of somebody else's emotional problem. Their emotional problem belongs to them. Their emotional problem is their problem. It's not yours. You don't cause it. Okay? Because this angry guy, he can blow his top and it didn't cause Jack to have a problem. Jack just recognized that the angry Joe had a problem. Okay? So... Because a nine can often put themselves in other people's shoes so easily, they begin to like take responsibility for, you know, I don't want to upset this person, so I probably better not speak up. I probably better not say anything. And the two, because I don't want to be unpleasing, I probably better not say anything. Look at what, look at what you guys are doing and that's it's not just nines and twos but they're easy to pick on with this issue because i think it it's something they really struggle with but all of us can do this look at what you're doing you're saying i'm responsible for their emotional response i don't i think that you know sam might get upset if i say what i want do what i want believe what i want speak up when i want I believe that Sam might be upset if I do that, and so I don't want Sam to be upset, so I must mitigate and control my behavior so as not to cause Sam to be upset. Okay? That's the line of reasoning. I think that's what's going on in the mind is, I don't want Sam to be upset, I don't want him to be angry, so I can't say what I might be inclined to say or do what I'm inclined to do because that would then cause Sam to be angry. But you can't cause Sam to be angry. 
If Sam doesn't want to be angry, there is nothing you could say or do that would make Sam angry if he decides he's not going to be angry. On the other hand, if Sam wants to be angry, there's nothing you could say or do to keep him from being angry. He would find some reason to be upset if he wants to. He'll find some reason in your behavior uh, to be upset with you. If he wants to be angry, you can't stop him from being angry, nor should you try. It's his right it's his freedom, and love always respects everybody else's freedom. Love res respects that you have the right to be upset. You have the right to be angry. You have the right to be happy. And I have no control over that, nor should I even want control over that. I should be willing to accept you with your anger and love you in spite of your anger. And if I can't, then to dismiss myself away from I can control my behavior, and I can control whether I want to stay uh, present during your angry episode, I may decide that for me it's best to just leave and say, you know what, now's not a good time to talk about this. I can see you're upset. I think I'll go away and come back later when you want to talk about this, you know, like a person and not have a tantrum. Okay, so watch what you're doing there. You know, that is an aggressive move. When you step into someone else's yard, and believe that you're responsible for their feelings. That's an act of aggression. That's an aggressive move. You don't see it in yourself because you say, I'm not aggressive. I'm not even assertive. I wish I could be assertive. Remember, assertive is when you accept responsibility over the things that are in your yard. You decide that, you know what, this is my yard, this is my life, this is my house, this is my actions, my feelings, my behavior. I assert responsibility over my yard. This is my yard and I assert that there is a fence around it to let in the good and keep out the bad. Okay, That's assertive. Aggressive is when you step over into your neighbor's yard and start to dictate for them what should be in their yard and what shouldn't be in their yard. What you're saying is, I don't think anger should be in your yard. I don't think that, you know, hurt feelings should be in your yard. So I'm going to control that any way I can so that there aren't angry, hurt feelings in your yard. That my behavior and what I say and what I don't say and what I do and don't do controls whether there's hurt and angry feelings in your yard or happy feelings in your yard. Look how aggressive that is. You're taking responsibility for what's in somebody else's yard. And in that way, you know, the compliant, mild-mannered nine, for example, is being aggressive. And you don't see it in yourself that you're being aggressive. You are stepping over the fence into your neighbor's yard and saying, your angry feelings should not be in your yard. And I don't want to be the reason why there's any angry feelings in your yard. So I won't say anything and I won't, I'll keep my mouth shut and I'll just play it cool and play it nice so that I don't have to see angry feelings in your yard. I don't want to be the cause of those angry feelings. And honestly, if you're honest, nines, the reason you don't want there to be angry feelings in their yard is because you don't want them to have a problem that comes back on you. You don't want to have a problem. Since I don't want to have a problem, 
I'm not going to create a problem for Sam because then Sam will come after me and create a problem for me. It's a selfish move. Really, it's a self-protective move is a better way of saying it. A self-protective move that I'm not going to cause problems for people because if I, if I do cause problems for them, then I will then have a problem I have to deal with. But that's the whole thing. You can't make somebody angry if they don't want to be. You can't make them happy if they don't want to be happy. If they want to be miserable, they have every Every right to be miserable and you shouldn't try to control that you shouldn't try to manipulate that's the correct word you shouldn't try to manipulate their emotions by mitigating your behavior boy if I just don't say anything or if I don't speak up then they won't be angry not always the case what if they just want to be angry uh, what if they want to be hurt what if they want to be upset what if they want to feel bad they have every right to be hurt, angry, upset, and feel bad if they want to, and they should reap the consequences of that actions, which are people might move in to try to offer care to them, or people might move away and say, I don't want to deal with that. But what I think often we do is we, we try to mitigate our behaviors because we believe that our behaviors, our words, our actions are going to cause somebody else pain. Now, I'm not saying don't be compassionate and loving and gracious. Absolutely. Absolutely be loving, gracious, compassionate. That's the whole point of learning the Enneagram is so that we can be more compassionate, loving, and gracious with ourselves and with each other. But just make sure that in your relationships that you're taking responsibility for what's in your yard your behavior, actions, feelings, and emotions, and you're letting other people take responsibility for what is in their yard. And remember this, don't blame the goats if they're in your yard. Blame the fence. Don't blame the goats if they're in your yard, eating all your grass and tearing up your yard. Don't blame the goats. Blame the fence. In other words, you have a responsibility to keep out the things that don't belong in your yard. To not let other people boss you around or push you around or tell you how to feel or tell you what's right for you. And you don't have any responsibility going in somebody else's yard and ordering them around and telling them how they should behave or how they should think or how they should feel. And obviously, if you're a parent, you have to, you know, within reason and boundaries, you have to, you know, help kids learn how to behave. But even as parents... My goal as a parent is never to, to control my children. I don't want to control my children. My goal is that my children would learn to be self-controlled. Right? I don't want to control them. I may have to restrict and put boundaries and controls on them while they're growing into themselves until they learn to control themselves. Um, but if they want to have a tantrum, then they have every right to have a tantrum. It should not in any way invoke any different change of action in me but that's what people do is they have a tantrum and then oh no you know they're having a tantrum what am i supposed to do i guess i'll have to just give in to all of their demands or else look they're turning red in the face let them turn red in the face people have a right to have a tantrum if they want to have a tantrum and adults do it it's not just children some adults listen people do what works they do what works. People are lazy. People are lazy and they do what works. And if tantrums work and get them what they want, then they continue to have tantrums. And the more you respond to that tantrum and give in, you know what you're doing? You're training people to have tantrums. 
you're training people to be angry people because every time you give in to their tantrum, what do they learn? All I have to do is have a tantrum. All I have to do is wave my arms around and all I have to do is have a fit and lose my mind, you know, and then everybody does what I want them to do. And so you are training people to be angry. You are training people to have tantrums. You are training people that tantrums work. What if tantrums don't get you what you want anymore? Maybe you'd have to try a new tactic like being nice, like being kind, like being friendly, like making, here we go, a healthy request. Well, wouldn't that be nice if we just made healthy requests instead of selfish demands, right? But people are lazy and they will choose whatever works, whatever, you know, first they will start with their tantrums and if that doesn't work, then they will please, please, they will beg and they will plead and maybe they will flatter. But people will try all these tactics to try to get you to do what they want you to do and try to what? Control what's in your yard. If we could all just take control over what's in our own yard and leave everybody else's yard alone... Maybe we could have a decent neighborhood, right? Take responsibility for what's in our yard and let go. Wow, listen to the freedom in that. Let go of what is not in your yard. And her feelings or his emotions and his anger and her frustration, that's not in my yard. That's not in my yard. My yard is my words, my behavior, my attitude, my thoughts, all of that is in my yard to control. And I need to learn to control myself. Being self-controlled. It's a fruit of the spirit. That's what I need to learn is to learn to control myself. And if that person wants to be hurt, you know, I can I can I can move over to the fence and I can say, hey, look, it looks like you're upset. Darn right I'm upset, you know, and they go off on their tangent. Let them have their tangent. Let them have their, t their tantrum. Let them get it out. Doesn't mean I have to change in any way. Doesn't mean I have to respond in any way. I can just let them get it all out and I can say, you know, I can see that you're upset. I really feel bad that you're upset like this. Um, but yeah, the answer is still no. You can't let your goats in my yard. Well, I don't understand. The neighbor here before me let me put my goats wherever I want them. And you're making me upset. You're making me hurt. You're making me sad. And you're making me... I hear what you're saying. I respect what you're saying. I'm sorry you feel that way. I really am. But, yeah, no. I'm sorry. This is my yard and your goats are not allowed in my yard. Don't blame the goats. People will let their goats, their anger, their hurt, their bitterness, their resentment, they will let their goats wander everywhere their goats are free to roam. You don't have to let those goats wander in your yard anymore if you have a fence. And again, you don't need a wall. People that are not good at having fences put up walls. They just put up a wall. A fence has a gate in it. And you should have a gate that says, nope, no access. Oh, something good? Okay, I'll let that in. A kind person with a kind word, a friendly smile, a nice greeting. Oh, I'll let that in. I'll let that nice, kind, gentle, uh, caring word in and that person in. And then I shut the gate again. And when the angry, hurt, upset, frustrated, you know, when that comes to my gate, nope, nope, nope. Nope, nope, nope. And as long as that gate works, I don't need a wall. A wall doesn't have a gate, right? A wall is just, you're done. People that don't have good 
fences with gates and the gates just broken off, they over respond with walls. And then they get to where they're like, I can't even talk to that person. I can't even be around that person. I guess I have to quit my job because that person just gets under my skin. They bother me so much. I can't even go back home to visit mom. I can't even go, you know, have a conversation with them anymore because there's a wall. And why is there a wall? Because it's an overreach. It's a self-protective overreach where you had no fence. When you didn't have a fence, the goats all started tearing up your yard and you just lose it and you just put a wall up and now you'll have no contact with that person at all. You geographically impose boundaries where there weren't proper relational boundaries. Because you didn't have a good relational boundary, now you put in a geographical boundary instead and you say, I can't even be around that person. You can be around that person. Why can't you? Why, do you, why can't you be around that person? Well, because why? Because they'll make you feel bad. They don't make you feel anything. You feel what you decide to feel. If you decide that you're not going to feel anything, then you won't. And if you start to feel something that you don't like, remember, it's your thoughts that you're in control of. And maybe you need to take yourself out of that environment for a little while until you learn to develop that ability, you know. But you also, well, I can't be around them because I, I make them feel so upset. You don't make them feel anything. They feel what they feel and it's in their right to feel whatever they want to feel. Well, they make me feel guilty. No, they don't. They don't make you feel guilty. You feel guilty because you feel guilty. They could say, well, you never come to see me anymore. Uh, you know, Jill goes to see her mom and how come you don't ever come to see me anymore? What they're doing is they're playing on your goodness to manipulate you. And you want to go to bed at night feeling like you're a good daughter. You want to go to bed at night feeling like you're a good son. And they're making me question whether or not I'm a good son or a good daughter because I don't visit them every day or because I don't call them every day or because I don't cater to their needs all the time. And so I want to believe I'm a good son or a good daughter. So I guess I must do what they say. But it's your thoughts about what it means to be a good son or a good daughter that are being manipulated. What if you just said, yeah, I know, mom. I'm sorry. I love you. And I'll see you next Thursday, like I said. Well, I don't know. You don't, whatever. If you just put the gate up, you don't need a wall. You don't need to totally distance yourself from mom. Just put a gate up, put a fence up and say, um, I'm not I'm not going to be manipulated by this. I'm not going to allow myself to feel um, you know, like I'm guilty of some crime simply because they have, you know, decided to be sad or to have upset feelings. They have every right to be upset and I don't it's not my responsibility that they're upset. Am I being a good son? And I objectively try to weigh that out. You know, how many visits do I think is appropriate and how much energy do I have and how much... What you'll do is you will, you will go along with people externally. When you're manipulated, you will go along with people externally, but internally you're resistant. And every time you go along with people's demands in, externally, but are resistant internally, you are the one that is building up resentment anger and uh, bitterness in that relationship it would be far better if you would allow your external to agree with your internal and say i'm sorry i'm not able to do that i'm sorry i'm not going to you know enter your crazy environment i'm sorry i'm not going to 
you know, be able to do that for you. I'm busy right now. I've got a full plate and I'm just going to have to say no. Um, and if you could let your egg outside agree with your inside, you could avoid a lot of this bitterness, frustration, and anger, which is in your yard and your responsibility. Okay. Well, just some passing thoughts that were on my mind. Hopefully somebody out there is helped by this and benefits you in some way. That's my goal is just to share the kind of stuff that rolls around in my head that I think might help you and your relationships. Um, all right, I'll see you guys later. Be present to life. And part of being present to life is don't live in somebody else's nuthouse. Don't live in somebody else's crazy. Don't live in somebody else's yard. Get back in your own yard and say, I'm responsible for what I say, what I do, how I feel, how I act, how I behave. And I want to, you know, show good self-control. Um, but if somebody wants to be hurt, if they want to be sad, if they, I just need to understand that's just, that's just them. That's just what they that's just what they choose to feel right now. And um, I didn't cause it. Um, I can sympathize with them. But ultimately, they're going to have to take responsibility for for moving out of that hurt and out of that anger and out of that bitterness. And um, I can be sympathetic to them, but it doesn't mean I need to give in to their wants, demands, wishes, you know, their impulses. And um, all right. Be present to life. See you guys.